0: okay
1: i think you're good
0: i'm blurry again but what can you fucking do you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) a full half hour after we started trying to record it's finally working
0: that's okay is it
1: is it fesh (laughs) here we are here um okay hello everybody my name is nicole i'm fesh this is our podcast real Big Real big fix This is the podcast where we don't just make fun Mm -mm. of bad movies. We also rewrite them to make them better.
0: Mm -hmm. It's been a while, I feel like. It
1: really has. It's been tough to coordinate our schedules.
0: It's tough time. I feel like this episode has been pushed back twice. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been almost two weeks since we released our last episode, which, not that we're really on any kind of schedule No, but (laughs) but.
0: I feel like it's been... Uh, what was the last one we recorded? Was that Wonder Woman? So it's this is the first 2021, right?
1: No, 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 no. We did the Happening. When was that? It's the last episode we did uh, two was weeks like, ago or two
0: something. Five weeks ago, I feel like. The Jesus. thing about
1: the Happening is it's such a nothing of a movie that you can't even remember it.
0: Yeah, I, hmm. I can confirm with my letterbox when that was. Well, no, because I'll watch it and then we'll push it back two weeks. Who knows? That doesn't <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway.
1: Fesh, I haven't seen you in a long time. That's how the, the point you? I'm making.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Um, how are you? There you go. I'm. Uh... <laughs> I'm doing great over here. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, uh, I'm doing good, man. We uh, we came to a Airbnb in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, which is great. It was like all contactless, and uh, it's like beautiful. It's clearly a house that somebody built themselves because. The like the floors are not quite level, and the like it, the the layout of the house doesn't make any sense, but it's it's really beautiful, and there's a labyrinth in the backyard. Very and cool. there were instructions the when we got here, there was a box of eggs in the fridge <laughs> uh, and then and then there were instructions that were like, if you leave these eggs on the stump in the middle of the labyrinth, ravens will come. <laughs> So, we're going to try okay. that thing. yeah. It's cool. It's a very weird, mystical situation. Huh.
0: And you sure it's not an escape room?
1: I'm positive it's not an escape room because <laughs> okay. I've been able to get in and out okay. quite easily. Okay.
0: Or is that what they want you to think?
1: Interesting. That's part What is of life it? if not one big yeah. escape room?
0: So tell me about it. Okay, we're talking Boy Next Door 2015. That's <laughs> yeah, so we
1: were talking. The 2015 Jennifer Lo- Lopez uh, movie, Boy Next Door. Uh, which I an erotic thriller
0: right if you ask me
1: <laughs> yes an erotic thriller that also stars uh Ryan Guzman who I think uh, uh-huh. especially of the like mid 20 teens was like a real young heartthrob he was in like heroes I think he was in one of the many dancing movies oh. one of the step ups uh and in some other stuff that I never saw um <laughs> and also uh, uh who's that guy John Corbett is that his name? Something Corbett, Corbett Johnson. Is that the husband? The husband. Is that uh, the husband? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the husband.
0: United States of Tara, dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, United he was in States United States, States of Terra.
0: He was really good in that.
1: He was. He's uh, he's one of those that guy actors. Wherever he pops up, I'm like, oh that. Oh, he. I love seeing him. He. Uh, I think his big break yeah, was good. my Big Fat Greek Wedding. Right. He was the hunk in my Big Fat Greek oh,
0: Wedding. Oh, I I I still Pretty haven't sure? seen. I
2: still. Haven't you know, seen. I think
1: you would actually like it.
0: I know, I know. And
1: then also Kristen Chenoweth, as the principal of the school. Boy,
0: yeah, Ver- verging on, K- verging on Ken Jeong territory, of <laughs> maybe not a great sign to appear in your film. You know, just that era yeah. of, well, here's a new person. She hasn't been in movies before. Let's put her in most of them, but never <laughs> ever be the star of them. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like and Beth it is one halls. of those frustrating things where she's, sure she's so like an RV very or talented. She's like like I'm never yeah. disappointed when she shows up because I like her, but it is very much like this is, this is an omen for the rest of the movie.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I looked up some facts about this this movie. Uh, just a quick plot overview. Boy Next Door is about a, a teacher named Claire. Claire Peterson, I think. Claire Peterson, played by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs>
2: sure. Again. You,
1: yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, named, the I don't know, was, was written by a white woman, and then Jennifer Lopez wanted to produce it, and she wanted it to be yeah. her and Ryan Guzman, because she wanted it, like she wanted to... Uh, Latino leads to carry this movie. And that was sort of a big Uh, part of the press tour for it. But it was written by a woman (laughs) named Barbara Curry. And so this is, so before I get into the plot, we'll get into this. So Barbara Curry was like lawyer or, or um, a paralegal. I think she was a lawyer. She worked at a law firm and she had like no real screenwriting experience. She took a couple classes at UCLA and then she wrote this screenplay and won a bunch of competitions with it. And then uh, somebody, I, I don't know if it was Jennifer Lopez or the production company bought it first, but Somebody bought it because it was getting so much buzz on the blood list, which is like the horror version of the blacklist or something like that, which was shocking to me because the movie is bad. And then the the more I looked into it, the more it sounds like the shooting script is vastly different Mm. from Barbara Curry's original script that won all these competitions and got sold. So right off the right off the top, I want to say, you know Barbara Curry, if you're listening, I have no beef with you. it sounds like you did a great job and Barbara uh, nothing that hap- happened to this movie was your fault.
0: Barbara, if you're listening, come on the pod. Let's talk.
1: I would love for Barbara Curry to come on the pod and talk about what happened. And so the movie, the plot of the movie, is that uh, Claire Peterson, played by Jennifer Lopez, is a teacher uh, who has like a 15, 16-year-old son. uh, And she has like a fraught relationship with her, not ex-husband, with her still husband, but sort of estranged, uh, John Corbett, who's been having affairs on his business trips to San Francisco. A really hot teen, played by Ryan Guzman, Moves in next door. right? Not, Not a teen.
0: Not a teen. He's
1: nineteen. They say he's nineteen.
0: He is. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah,
1: so uh, he doesn't look like it. The actor must have been like. I thought it was. Sure. Maybe
0: he said he's almost twenty. Maybe that's why twenty is sticking in my head.
1: Yeah. And so he moves in next door with his weird grandfather or weird mm-hmm. great uncle, old guy, and um, the, presumably to care for him, but also to go back to high school where Claire teaches because there was some sort of accident involving his parents. Uh, which we find out about later. And so he had to like drop out of school. And um, so he was held back a year. So that's why he's like 19, but still in school. He's super hot. And so he and uh, also super hot Jennifer Lopez uh, begin, uh, they have an affair, they hook up one time and then Claire's like, what am I doing? I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Uh, 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 Ryan, who's uh, Noah, Noah, Noah Sandborn, Noah. Uh, Noah, we can't, we can't do this anymore. And uh, Noah does not take it well. And it turns out Noah is something of a psychopath uh, and tries to invade her life. He he befriends her son and tries to take him under his wing. And then he he's like a car expert. And he cuts the brake lines on the father's new purple midlife crisis Mustang uh, and almost kills him. And uh, he hacks into the school's printers and, you know, prints out a bunch of pictures of when they had sex Wait, that all one done, time.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold all on. It's, it's
1: also established near the beginning of the movie that he's a computer whiz
0: but what a hoop to jump through to say the guy printed off some pictures
1: can he just know, print they, up the pictures the hack yeah they really they talk about hacking a lot but the the two ways that they hack her he used her email to send the principal right. uh, an email that says he should be in her class which yep. was that's a scene we'll talk about later and then uh also he was like living in the basement of the grandfather's house, and he's been stalking Jennifer Lopez, and there's pictures of her all over the wall. Uh, and then, obviously, this culminates in a scene where he like captures Jennifer Lopez and her family, and he tries to kill the husband, and then uh, they end up killing him. One thing I will note is we never see the body, so I really expected a post-credit scene where like he climbs out it because he the the barn like burns down, oh, yeah. so I expected his like oh, charred body to climb out and like vow revenge.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. The the engine falls on him.
1: Oh, does it? I think I just—it's
0: it, a total squunch. He is.
1: There ain't no <laughs> He's crawling. Dead, dead. Okay. They ain't no got crawling.
0: It. it is. Even cool. then,
1: I think you got. I think you got to see the body, but.
0: Uh, Nicole, I'm telling you, you see him. There's get no squashed. body to see.
1: He's flat. <laughs> that's okay. it. He's, uh, that must have been when I was uh, looking w- away we from also,
0: the screen. We also. Anyway, that's another, that's
1: the end of the movie. Is she? They kill him, and uh, we, she. We her
0: skipped another lunch. instance of hacking, though. He really hacked that bathroom stall with that graffiti, huh? Oh <laughs> right yeah, that was the... so weird.
1: Yeah, Jennifer Lopez is also the chaperone at the school dance and then somebody's like, "Um, hey, Mrs. Peterson, the boys' ba- like a faucet in the boys' bathroom is broken, like the sink's broken and it's leaking everywhere." And she's like, Ugh, okay, I'll go take care of it." And she goes into the boys' bathroom and it says, "I fucked Claire Peterson" on the wall.
0: And it's uh, yeah, it okay. That's graffiti. It's yeah. graffiti. <laughs> it's it's on the bathroom wall. That's like what we know yeah. bathroom walls to be. Jimmy Fallon yeah, named his like, album after it for a reason.
1: <laughs> it's also like if I if I went into a school bathroom, like a boys' bathroom, and I saw like I fucked ex teacher on the wall, yeah. I'd be like...
0: Who are you going to... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't believe it was real. I'd believe it was right. somebody shit talking, you know?
0: I guess you could, it could speak to her paranoia about it, but it's yeah. like... I don't know. I feel like where it's placed in the movie, it's just like... Yeah, there's bigger... Uh, things at stake here. Like <laughs> this they're a bigger sign. Yeah. The most important thing we gotta talk about is that he gives her a first edition of the Iliad. So
1: yes, that so that was like the big thing that when this movie came out, people were like, yeah. What are you talking about? Because she's a <laughs> high school English teacher. The first time Noah comes over to the house after he moves in, you know, Jennifer Lopez's shitty teenage son is like, Oh, you're always trying to get me to read books. Yeah. And then <laughs> Noah, who is the boy next door, is like Hey man, Homer was like uh, Homer was like the Bob Dylan or Tom Petty. Homer of his time. was the and
0: original L- battle rapper.
1: <laughs> yeah, the original battle rapper. Uh, <laughs> like, and, and he says like like Bob Dylan or Bruce Springsteen, and then Jennifer Lopez yeah. goes, ah, poets. And then Noah quotes the Iliad or something at her, and that's their first like moment of sexual tension. Uh, and then later he comes over and he's like, I brought you a gift and it's a copy of the Iliad. And she's like, oh my God, this is a first edition, which uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you know, the Iliad was written in 1000 BC, <laughs> probably on like a stone tablet right. <laughs> and was also like an oral tradition first. Right. And so then it's like, well, maybe it was the first, first translation that came out in the 50s yeah, or whatever. But either way, it's, but a it's gross gross clearly a brand new specific... book that came from Barnes yeah. & Noble. It's, it's not... like, Why is this in here? Yeah, just Uh, just, or or even,
0: yeah, just change the specific to be like, oh, just don't say that part. Just go, oh, great. This is a great book. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It does
0: like nothing adds to it that it's a first. I think the only thing that it would
1: add is that he's like weirdly going above and beyond. So, like, if it had been like sure, like Thoreau or something, or like any, any. Contemporary ish poet.
0: But look look in the look at the inside cover. Homer's signature? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. The Noah. other thing is
1: like there there was this weird thing of setting. Here's they they picked two Epic myths, and they got them conflated, because near the Mm. beginning, they're talking about Achilles a lot, and then Mm -hmm. as they're talking about Achilles, Noah walks in, so you're like, oh, this is going to be Achilles, but then later, at the end of the movie, Jennifer Lopez stabs Noah in the eye, which is, I assumed a reference to Oedipus, where the young guy marries his mom and then stabs himself in the eyes. I think either one of those would be fine, but like you got to... Pick one, I and think. I think and if, you, if you himself. have the book that is the Iliad, it should probably be
2: <clears> Achilles
1: because he's yeah. in the Iliad. The point is <laughs> getting your Greek mix- myths mixed up. Hey, it's uh, all Greek myths
0: to me. <laughs> it sure is. You had to. You
1: had to. That that's the basic premise of this movie. Kristen Chenoweth is the vice principal of the school, who's like her older but flirty friend and she tries yeah. to take Je- like in the beginning of the movie she tries to take jennifer lopez out to meet some guys to get over her shitty cheating husband but then the guys are really misogynists and they're they're the kind of guy who are like uh you're an english teacher only stem matters and then jennifer lopez right. gives like a snappy comeback at dinner her and snappy out, comeback and is
0: she- jk rowling <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, J.K. Rowling is a billionaire. Oh, my God, I forgot That's that. That's her snappy
0: uh, comeback. Yeah,
1: the The guys are like, uh, books, uh, so you're just going to be poor for the rest of your life? Yeah, typical women stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then she's like, two words, J.K. Rowling, she's a billionaire. Uh, and they're like, okay, which is the correct response to have. Well, well, she was uh, an
0: English major, too, is the point.
1: Ah, uh, I there. see, okay. And so then she storms out and goes home, and she had such a bad experience, and then when she gets home, Noah calls her on the phone and is like, uh, you know, hey, Mrs. P, I I uh, burned my hot pocket in the microwave on the outside, but it's cold in the middle. Can you come over and help me? And even though she knows she shouldn't, she does. And then they have sex uh, for a Mm. long time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's I'm not like there is this move on Twitter right now, especially among like kind of Gen Z people to be like, there are no sex scenes that are good in movies. Uh, they never move the plot forward. And I think generally that uh, that's the wrong take. But in mm. this particular movie, it's like, boy, this is taking up a lot of real estate for yeah, not a lot of benefit. We kind of all know where the story is going to go. We've seen the trailers.
0: So two things only to get the one thing. But the first is I saw this movie in theaters with a group of friends, which this was a per- like me and my friend Nathan and my friend Kate. We, we would go to these type of movies, movies that you would typically uh-huh. I- associate with, you know, wine. That's where we're going. That that <laughs> triad. And so the second point, which is the main point, is a legendary fesh riff is during the scene about halfway through. I leaned over to my friend Kate and go, "Been there."
1: <laughs> 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 you know, when I was watching this movie, I was like, "Boy, story of fesh's life, huh?"
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, the the point was just, uh, you know, sex. It's relatable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Been there yeah, so that it was a uh, so that happened, and then uh, he becomes obsessed with her and she keeps saying, so one thing one potential I don't even know if I want to say that this is a fix, but but one way I couldn't find the original copy of the script and even if I could have, I don't know that I wanted to devote the time to reading it but um, one thing that was mentioned in the Wikipedia article was that in the original script, the boy next door was supposed to be like, it was inspired by that famous case of that teacher who like dated a 13 year old and then yep. they got married. And then recently, like two years ago they mm-hmm. got divorced and the kid was like, I was taken advantage of um, that. That was sort of the inspiration for this movie, for this woman. And so originally Jennifer Lopez's right. character was like the, like Noah's character was supposed to be like 14, 15. And then the filmmakers right. were like, we thought it would make the main character too unrelatable and i was like i think uh, that just kind of flattens the movie a little the bit
0: point yeah
1: yeah like it like it just it takes well, a ma- level well, of depth like saying, out
0: of it he probably shouldn't stalk her because nobody likes being stalked it's like what well, th- what is your movie that's the movie yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um so and, and i don't know that we necessarily need to add that element back in but if we're talking about honoring the original filmmakers intention like that was originally the deal
0: I, I, but even still, I think then make it, you know, he turns 18 in two months, so it is still illegal, but still like, uh but you know.
1: Yeah. Or
0: lose it entirely if you want to, but then have it be like, I don't know, it, this movie seems to want it both ways to be like, again, through a studio note type of way of, she has to do all this stuff because that's how this movie works, but none of it's actually bad. And it's like, well, then there's nothing, the whole thing's supposed to be a met- metaphor, right? The idea yeah. is like this: is it's not you know, he, it's it, it's it could be non literal to say that it feel this is what it feels like the guilt is following her around. It's personified as Noah. Yeah. In this, she has really no reason to be guilty at yeah. all. <laughs> the guy has cheated on her a bunch. This dude's hot and legal. It's one time like I'm not saying no one would be guilty about that, but like from a outsider's point of view, it's like if I were Christian Jenner with it, would just be like, it's fine. You're fine. Chill out. It's yeah.
1: The only thing that's questionable is he is a student at the school, but that's easily, I don't know if she knows that before she hooks up with him. No, she doesn't. Uh, I think there is a level of plausible deniability there. And even like, there were so many points in this movie that it was like, just quit your job. Like, like that would be a tragedy, obviously, Given the circumstances of the movie, but like that would make your life better in a lot of ways. That would solve this problem, right? In a lot of ways.
0: And they're affluent enough that like you'll be fine while you work on something else to yeah to to, find, to get on your feet.
1: Uh, yeah. If anything, it would spur her to become J.K. Rowling, JK the author, Rol? instead of a <laughs> high school English teacher. <laughs> which high school English teachers are valuable? I'm just saying they don't make a lot of money. Fuck them fuck em. the the other thing that i i, <laughs> I thought no was maybe her. gonna happen yeah <laughs> the other thing that i thought was maybe gonna happen is it was gonna be one of those stories that you hear about like every three years or so where there's somebody who was like faking being high school age and it turns out they're like 25 and they're scamming we'll get people
0: to our recommendations
1: you're <laughs> picking <laughs> i uh i sort of assumed it was gonna be one of those situations i would also be fine with making that change but uh but then again i think that thing about the metaphor is is important, and yeah. uh, I think that that you know, guy being twenty four thing obviously takes that element out of it. So so yeah, let's start talking about fixes. Do we want to make him like? Do we want to make him illegal? Not fourteen, but uh, you know, yeah. illegal in I say a way that is seventeen. It's, I say seven. I think seventeen, especially because like if we get maybe not Ryan Guzman. I don't know if he believably plays seventeen, but. If we get an actor who is hot enough to make people in the audience be like, "Whoa, he's hot," and then be like, "He's underage," then I think how that puts old the was, audience in an uncomfortable position. How old position. was
0: Harry Styles in 2015?
1: Uh, well, so here's the other it's thing: Harry
0: Styles in there.
1: Hold on, I'm looking it up now. Uh, so he's 27 now, so he would have been mm. 21. So yeah, Harry Styles could have conceivably yeah. played this, but like Jennifer Lopez produced this in part because she wanted to. Latino leads which is then kind of weird by the way that he then like his name is Noah Sanborn and his name is Claire Peterson like mm-hmm. I'm not here to criticize Jennifer Lopez as sure. a producer because I don't know what I'm doing but it does feel like yeah go all the way with it regardless so I don't know that we'd cast Harry Styles we might cast up like a Latino sure. uh, actor in that role I don't know who would have been the right age for that
0: let's oh, just keep Manny it from Dujon. Modern
1: Family <laughs> No, he would have been too young. <laughs> Let's just keep it Ryan Guzman. He plays seventeen. He already yes, doesn't yes. look it nineteen. What's another works. two years? Yeah. Yep. So, so I like that because then it puts the audience in the uncomfortable, uncomfortable right. position of also then being attracted to this guy, yeah. and then I think the metaphorical guilt sure. following that around is absolutely uh, you know more powerful.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought they were divorced. And again, I'm not trying to correct. Their relationship well-
1: was so, the only reason that I think they're not divorced. One is because it seems like they're trying to work it out, but you can get divorced and try to work it out. The right. only other reason is that her name is Claire Peterson and his name is Garrett oh. Peterson. So, it, you know, at the very least, she didn't change her name back. But clarifying what's going on there could be helpful.
0: Yeah, I, that's all I mean. It's like it doesn't have to be divorced. It doesn't have to be married. I just we need to nail it down. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not married to either option, but just, I, I think it, they need hey, to make a choice she, huh? there. Hey, tell about it. But yeah, I think n- nail it down so that it, I know whether or not it matters. And I think in this movie, yeah. it just all it was was just, yeah, I, I don't I, like, I like this actor well enough, but there's nothing about this that makes me go, hell, that's, you shouldn't do that. Cause that guy who's cheated on you a whole bunch will be mad about it. And I
1: think, it. I think an element that would really help it is because like, it felt like they were afraid of making John Corbett really a bad guy. Like, we hear about his cheating, but we never really see its effects on her. Yeah. I think having him be a little bit more of a piece of shit and then having this student at school who really looks up to you and right. worships you and, like, talks to you about literature in a way your stupid sports bro ex-husband right. never did, then I think that, like, ultimately makes, like, a more compelling reason for why Jennifer Lopez would sleep with one of her students right. – yeah, cause this this, so I this think whole that would be phenomenon helpful. we're
0: talking about with the studio notes is like the perfect example of what we talk about when it's like, oh, this was based on a, like a French movie or a European movie, and then the studio took it over and removed everything about it that made it interesting and dangerous. Like,
1: yeah,
0: the the yeah, y- like, n- and I'm not saying that the audience should be like titillated by the notion of this, but just like that's where tension comes from. Is there's drama to this because if this gets out, we're in trouble.
1: Yeah,
0: as opposed to. Again, it is. This really feels like just. Uh, so why are we talking to the cops here? What's going on? <laughs> what does he have over yeah. on anything? Uh, nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because if because if he's nineteen, then there's not a yeah. huge reason for Jennifer Lopez not to be like this kid is stalking me. And I think oh, yeah. they try to sort of do that with the timeline to try to make it happen very fast. But then I also think if you have a really condensed timeline, it's also not as scary as somebody slowly, right. like exactly. slowly realizing that they're in danger over a period of months or whatever.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe. Think- okay. Well, here's a here's a real big pitch, which is Ooh. that, yeah, hey, what if it is an aff- it's not a tryst, but rather an affair for a little bit? And she that's is great. enjoying it. And then it turns sinister when she ultimately decides, because then in the meantime, the, the the husband or ex-husband, it does start to show signs of progress. And she, yeah, does, that makes that guilt even stronger and uh, everything. She does have the perfect life as well as this affair now. And so now it doesn't, she can't justify it to herself anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now has to cut it off and try to return to normalcy. And that's where yeah. it can slowly turn.
1: Yeah. I think that helps a lot. Um, Instead of one other... camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Again, we need to see him be shitty in person. And that can be a few... That can be, like, maybe if you still want that scene of, like, English majors don't do anything, J.K. Rowling's a billionaire. Have mm-hmm. that be her husband. It doesn't have sure, to be sure. some other guy. It's okay to make John Corbett the bad guy. He's he's not a bad guy. The character he's playing is a bad guy. He'll He's an actor. Right, he'll understand. Right. <laughs>
0: Also, just want to say from moment one in this movie, it's her taking a jog <laughs> and then it's him and like Kristen Chadowitz voiceover saying like, it's not your fault. He's a monster. I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to do it. Claire, Claire, talk to me. It's the most melodramatic, like lifetime movie.
1: It's It's a very way. bizarre start to the movie. And I can tell you why it happened. This is from the Wikipedia article. Ooh. This is the under the sub- section conception and writing. Screenwriter Barbara Curry, who was a criminal lawyer for 10 years, mm. revealed that she created the script's original concept after <gasps> running past a house, which she described as her dream house. A bad boy her son went to school with resided uh-huh. in the house across the street, which gave her a really interesting concept about a neighborhood boy creating conflict and driving a wedge between a family. So that's that's all it. Mm. That's how it happened. Uh and again, I'm not throwing Barbara Curry under the bus here because apparently her original screenplay Barbara, was like incredibly pod. original and loved. Come on the pod I want to talk to you about it. Um but but that is like that's why that happened. Right. I think the other thing that isn't like so if that is the idea, like uh like a bad boy in your kid's high school, you're worried about how like the bad kid is going to impact your kid, and then slowly becoming friends with him and being like, I don't know, like that element is present in the movie. But, but Noah's not a bad boy to start with. If anything, he seems like he's like taking really good care of his grandfather and he's, uh, you know, helping yeah. your son with his car and that kind of stuff. I would almost like to see him be shittier from the beginning because if he's like a you know, bad kid, skateboard, leather jacket, right. Whatever, I think that that then I think that gives her a more interesting dynamic with him from the start before we realize he's a weird stalker. Right. I think maybe even then it gives it an element of like, she's written him off because like, he's not going to college. He has no future anyway. Who cares? You know Right. what she does with him. And then, you know, there are consequences of that. Yeah. So, does that make, does, does that make sense? I'm not sure. I was being Ooh, you're 100%. S-
0: you're saying he should or should not be a bad boy. I'm sorry. That's the he one. He Should. Thing. Should. But he still has an interest in literature. Not that that's not possible. I'm just saying from movie, cinema, you know, semiotics, it's hard to, to lace that boot, but it's possible.
1: I mean, they I mean, they did it in 10 Things I Hate About You. That's true. There you go. Yeah.
0: Heath, we miss you, Heath. We miss you every day.
1: We sure do. It's also, I feel like a lot of the, like, like a lot of the kids in my school who were, like, doing heroin in the parking lot were also the kids who were, like, sure. really artsy. sure like kind of yeah, poet yeah. types who were like more open to coming to English class than they would be to like science class. So I think he could be like that type of kid. There
0: you go. Uh, I, I would like to firmly nail down, not divorced. Okay, great. As our, as our mode. Cause not just the guilt thing, but then it's like, yeah, that's a stake. That's something there's a wager. Now it's like, I can't have this be ruined. Yeah. Even though he technically did, but I already forgave him. And if I go back on that and do this then, then it's, fucked uh and ruining the her son's vision of them uh you know all that stuff so great
1: obviously we fucking riffed on it so hard at the top we got to take out the stuff about like he's a we see he's a car expert and then we realize he he cut the husband's right uh tires the other thing is she goes to his He, she goes to the basement where his weird lair is, and she opens his laptop, and his file names are literally like "break schematics for purple Camaro." (laughs) It's like that whole scene's got to go.
0: Like DreamWorks movies are more aware than that shit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) DreamWorks movies will do that joke about how the plans are just out in the open. Yeah,
1: it's like it would be in. It's the equivalent of seeing a folder on a desktop that says like evil plans and then opening it and there's a folder that says how to kill jennifer lopez's husband and then inside of that it's like (laughs) it's it's bad so i think i and i don't think we need to like, especially, like, I don't think we need to justify him, like, knowing how to cut a brake line.
0: Right. Cause Again, all of his it's not about hard to get into your are... teacher's email if she, <laughs> yeah. like,
1: left her computer open on her desk, you know?
0: And here's the thing. Again, I'm letting another of my podcasts bleed into this a little bit. But when it comes to, I know this is more thriller than horror, but still, like, he doesn't, him being the boy next door, does his domain does not bleed into any of his actions beyond the fact that, yeah, kids these days know computers. But, like...
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He he's not the
0: fast food killer, and so all of his kills will be done this way. He's not, you know, uh, the the babysitter killer. Fast food killer. Uh, uh, you're peeking at my recommendation. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but what I mean is just like he, he doesn't have a gimmick, and I'm okay with it if he doesn't have a gimmick. But this movie sets it up to be like the way they present it seems to be like his trait is this, and that's why this could happen. When it's like no, these are all things any person could do, but our humanity is what stops us from doing them. Like, yeah. so his knowledge for cars does not matter.
1: Yeah, so then my question is, is there something about being the boy next door? I'm not married to keeping the title, although I do think that's sort of one of the rules, yeah, unspoken rules that we have on, on this sure. podcast. Is there something about being the boy next door? Like, like for me, that would mean, like, he sees her every day and knows her routine. So he, so we would have to see like sure. every day she goes for a run. She makes herself a like a green smoothie. She uh, journals by the window or whatever, and then she goes to work. And then later in the movie, we see like on her run, we see kind of veiled threats that become less and less veiled over time. In the green smoothie, maybe we see you know he's done something to her blender. Or whatever. Yeah. I, these are these are specifics that I'm riffing. It's I'm not married to sure. any of them, but like only the boy next door would have known that. Does that mean so like, it, or do we just want to make that not matter and I just think, have him be a, a serial killer in the traditional sense of he's yeah. got a knife,
0: like a real person might be? I think so uh, because then <laughs> yeah. again, into my uh, I'm alluding to a lot of recommendations, but they are all kind of different genres. Uh, and I, I, I'll say this one cause I don't know that I recommend it, but there was a movie called the paper boy and it's about mm-hmm. the paper boy, the neighborhood paper boy who, you know, you see him every day, you don't know shit about him. And, and it turns out with this one that he doesn't have anything, but he is like a loner kid. And he, he, in the whole story is him trying to be like, I love your family. Uh, I would love to be a part of your family, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then he kills anybody who wrongs that family. Mm-hmm. The paper boy is a domain, and there's a reason, right? It's again, he knows where everyone lives. There, like he that I guess that that's the full extent of it, really. But like,
2: <laughs> it's, that's
0: still something. The, the paper boy is a concept. If I say to you, you're immediately feeling, in. Okay, he's got a bike. Got a... The boy next door, the girl next door is a phrase. <laughs> yeah. people hear the girl next door. The boy next door doesn't mean anything. It just means yeah. a boy who lives next door. There's no trope there's no domain it's just a is there the a trope
1: core. that we could change it to like i don't want to say like bad boy especially because uh, friggin will smith's got the bad boy franchise on right. lockdown but is there like something like that hmm. i can't think of one off the top of my head
0: yeah and that but that's what i do respect about this movie is it's doing a dynamic we don't see all the fucking time mm-hmm. uh in the sense of yeah your kid's best friend in that relationship yeah from a from a mother standpoint, like
1: oh speaking of which, you know what I would like to see? I would like to see this kid introduced. I think he's not in Jennifer Lopez's class right away. I think he right. is a friend of the son first, and for whatever reason, either yeah. he there is a part of him who like genuinely likes the son. Or he's trying, like he knows the son has money, and he's trying to get money out of him right. for some reason. But I think that's how he's introduced before he's the boy next door. I think uh, the kid's yeah. like, "Hey, mom, can I have a friend over today?" And she's like, "Sure, I don't care." And then this bad kid comes over, and I think she's suspicious of him at first. Yes, well, so that okay. we eventually see her give in.
0: So he is again. If he does have any domain, it is like the mechanic. Like he fix, like the his introduction, isn't it? Like that their garage door is like on the fritz. Yeah and he yeah. fixes it, and they got all the car shit and the com- computer stuff. Uh, so, yeah, this movie is like the handyman, but it, if he was kind of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Again, it's like one or the other. I But I do think maybe even if the term isn't the boy next door that there is something to the notion of like on a Leave it to Beaver esque sitcom of like... But again, she would have to in that... The kid who's helping out around the place I guess is something... But to me, that relationship is tied to more to like a single mom who's older as opposed yeah. to just a mom who's got a husband and kids who needs help to run that. Ho- like they have if the husband's here. Again, this is I'm speaking in movie terms, not life terms, but like if the husband's right. there, it feels weirder for that to be like, all right, we need this young stud to fix our
1: I think maybe what they were trying to show is that the husband wasn't there he was always on these business yeah. trips having an affair and therefore he couldn't fix the garage or, or pay something. someone
0: to fix the garage again these people are well off there's no yeah
1: yeah I th- I think maybe we do it that way and I don't like we can keep it the boy next door and it just like we don't necessarily use that element it's right. you know he lives next door that's it let's talk about Kristen Chenoweth's character a little bit sure so she's the vice principal and she she is the one who keeps being like, You gotta get out there, Claire. You gotta like ditch that loser and get with a new hot guy. You deserve better. Which then feels weird that she's also the school principal. I don't yeah. know. Like it feels like it's serving two masters and neither one particularly well. And I get like you're friends mm-hmm. with your coworkers. Like, of course, she would be friends sure. with the vice principal at school. I guess it's funny to but have kind of like a the comedic teacher. relief character who's also like uh, you know kind of a slut yeah. but it does but it could just be a teacher like and may and maybe it could just be another teacher and maybe it does now that we are making it more illicit by making the kid 17 or whatever then maybe the switch to have kristen would mm-hmm. suddenly be like this is wrong feels yeah, like it yeah. makes a little more sense uh sure. so maybe that problem takes care of itself by like creating this new uncomfortable atmosphere and i do think like, there's some plot yeah i wanted you to get laid not do yeah. statutory <laughs>
0: But I, I do think there are some plot machinations that I, again, glaze over once we get into too intricate of things, but it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. she was, doesn't he like get in her face at some, Kristen's face at one point? She, because
1: she does, he he does in the office, he like, I think he hits her. Yeah. And then, it, and then she's like, you're expelled. And yeah. it's like, first of all, he got called into the office because he beat the shit out of another <laughs> kid in school to the point that the kid like could Is die. in a
0: coma or something or has brain damage? Yeah.
1: In- and it doesn't, I it does. It doesn't feel like then you would let the kid alone in a room with a four, like Christiano's right. family. They like, would be four foot there. ten or something. Like it, yeah. Like it was like you yeah. wouldn't let the very violent kid alone in the room with this principal. But that's like a little thing. It's a movie. Who cares? But especially
0: because in this in this version, he's in the real version. He's not a kid. So again, he would just be taken away. He yeah, he would just be put in prison not a minor this is he assaulted a kid that's it
1: and it de- and like it like if you hit a principal then you go to jail like yeah. so that so it wouldn't be like like that would solve jennifer lopez's problem if that right. happened so i think we have to lose that scene that. Yeah. i think great yeah i think we just lose that scene i mean in that case do we need Kristen chenoweth's character at all i think maybe we do yeah I because so. she she is one of the forces that spur jennifer lopez how about to this? commit this heinous yeah. act it, it, hit me
0: Here's a fairly large swing for just a scene. Um, she's an art teacher instead, and
1: Jennifer Lopez is, or Kristen uh, Chenoweth. No, no,
0: no, Kristen Chenoweth is, and um, he's flourishing. He's doing great. He's working on this great project. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever, and whatever he ends up making is like a very coded giant clue as to what is happening it's not like he makes a bust of her or anything but it's like maybe it's something that's in her house maybe it's something that's in her bedroom
1: that only Kristen chenoweth would have seen yes and and then she's like how do you uh this is a very specific work of art maybe it's even a piece of art that Kristen chenoweth gave to jennifer lopez like something that she made and then he like recreates it and so that's why she is able to identify it right away yeah and then she says you know you've really been flourishing it seems like there's good things happening in your life I want to talk to you about it (laughs) and then I think maybe he he kills her but he does it outside of school and then it's just like nobody knows where this teacher went so I don't think it's I don't think we necessarily even see it on camera I think it's just the art teacher is gone and then somehow Jennifer Lopez like maybe at this point she's like he's already become a little creepy with her
2: sure
1: and then Jennifer Lopez like is starting to put the pieces together and is like oh i think noah How, did something okay
0: i'm sorry if this is yeah is this too much of a gimmick and too late into this pod to introduce but if the, if their if their love language is literature mhm I'm not saying it needs to be like uh, fucking the crow and or not the crow, the Raven and, and be each of the kills are inspired by whatever, but like maybe because this, the original movie doesn't nail down a lane. Maybe it is like these little signifiers from bits and pieces of whatever literature they bonded over that become Mm -hmm. more sinister as time goes on. So the first time it's, you know, I don't know, literature enough to do this, but, like, it's something innocent. And then as it goes on, it's, like, grotesque. And eventually it's, like, full-on Lolita. And it's like, oh, no, that's what I've been doing this whole time, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I think that, like, here's the thing, is, like, that is kind of campy and cheesy, but it's also, like, this could have been a very fun campy movie, and I think that kind of thing in in a campy movie is perfectly at home and makes sense so yeah that's fine right. with me
0: this was a the tail end of that era that i again on all their podcasts refer to as you know grayscale horror where it's just <laughs> like well you cut the, the next door out in the movie the boy where it's like why is the color temperature so fucking low and when the non-scary yeah scene, like why is everything the same font why is it all covered in shadows like this is the tail end of that where it's like almost Batman begins of, like, let's really mute these sharp specifics. Yeah. And I think that could be used as a strength if you're going to do campy... Thi- like, it doesn't have to be full Joker uh, calling cards, but, like, seeing... Uh, <laughs> my old Well,
1: and you go know, to are you know what might be fun is, uh, like, I remember, like, the main thing for some reason that we talked about in all my high school English classes was color symbolism. Like, that, like... That was Uh the talking point for every book. What if at the beginning of an English class, (laughs) she's like, let's talk about color symbolism in this book, uh, you know, and then uh, I don't know one off the top of my head, uh, but like they talk about how like, oh, in the happier parts of the book, we're talking about like, uh, you know, warm yellows and, and, you know, whites and stuff. And then in the character's unhappy period, everything's black, everything's brown, everything's navy. And then we see the color temperature change throughout the movie. There you go. Bada bing. I think that's fun. I think uh, I think now we get to do uh, one of the more fun parts of writing this movie, which is l- deciding what are the creepy clues, what are the weird things Noah does, what are the fun weird specifics, you know, hanging a cat so... from a tree kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I knocked it out of the park with that art thing, so I deserve a little bit of rest. <laughs> you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree. Um... I don't know, but again, I, I get not knowing much about Iliad or uh, Odyssey or whatever, mm-hmm. but I feel like you know that's plenty of shit to pull. That's a large pool to to draw from.
1: Uh, in the Odyssey, they um, they get caught by a cyclops, yes. and then he tells his the the cyclops is like a shepherd of giant sheep, and he tells his men to clutch to the bellies of the sheep, um, and then he blinds the cyclops, and then the cyclops to make sure the men don't escape feels the tops of the sheep as they're leaving. So he knows it's only sheep and not the men. And so if the men are on the bellies of the sheep, then they can escape. So there could be something, you know, sheep related or Cyclops related. Uh, she pokes it like, there is that very disgusting scene where she pokes out his eye with her son's EpiPen. Yeah. I don't know if we want to bring that uh, Cyclops element to it. But.
0: are condoms. I don't know.
1: Oh, hey, there <laughs> right? you go. Isn't sheepskin... Her husband is still in the picture. It could be poking out his eye. You know? There's your Cyclops. Okay, yeah. Uh, They also, uh, there's a point when... Stupid question.
0: Stupid Stupid. stupid question. Odyssey and Iliad are different things?
1: So the Iliad happened first. The Iliad is the story of the Trojan War, and Odysseus figures into it, but isn't, like, the main character. And then the Odyssey is the story of... Which one is the SpongeBob movie? Oh, I think probably the Odyssey. Okay. I haven't Alec... made the I haven't addressed the parallels enough <laughs> to know.
0: But there's like a guy chasing him the whole time, right? And that's Alec Baldwin's character in the SpongeBob movie. Yeah. I feel like he's doing his thing. He's doing his trials mm. and stuff, and meanwhile, we keep cutting back to like a bounty hunter equivalent <laughs> as it, as it goes on. And I think the boy next door could serve as that, but if that's not a strong skeleton of that narrative, then I don't think it's enough to hang our shit onto.
1: I don't remember for sure, although I do like the idea of maybe making Jennifer Lopez, Odysseus. It's yeah. when I, I, I genuinely don't know. It's been, I mean, I haven't read yeah. it since sure, college. Sure. Um, so maybe she's the one who pokes out the eye. Maybe she's the one. There's a point when Odysseus, there's the sirens who sing such a beautiful song that they cause, uh, sailors to jump to their deaths. And so Odysseus, which one could argue the that he the, yeah, he's the siren in that case. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. And so what if the angle then is taken? This kid is yeah, a psychopath and whatever, but he's also a master manipulator and he's trying. He's being less aggressive and violent. I mean, he's aggressive, don't get me wrong, but it's not brute. It's not, I'm just going to walk in and kill these guys. It's more cerebral, and it's about mm-hmm. tricking her into like ruining her life so oh, that.
1: Love that.
0: So that. He love be
1: that. I don't know how we explicitly show that, but I think she says, like. after they first hook up, I think she says, I can't do this. I have a really good life, and I... I don't want to ruin your life or mine by yeah, doing fun. this. It was fun. Yeah, and we're gonna move on. That's it. But yeah. I think she explicitly has to say like, like no, because I have like a son, a good yes. job, a husband. And I he's can't hearing, be with oh, you.
0: if you didn't have a son, yeah. a job, check, and a husband, check, check. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly, exactly. But he
0: knows well enough not to just go kill those things, but yeah. to have her seemingly from the outside looks like self-destruct, but it's an, actually an all machination of his.
1: Yeah, and then I do think, I would like a scene where we hammer that home, and unfortunately, I think that is the James Bond, like, I'll tell you how I did it, Mr. Bond. Uh, <laughs> where where at the end- Oh, she I finds think, his uh, live journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, she finds his live journal, or at the <laughs> and end- Spells it all out. Like, maybe we still have that scene in the barn where the husband is, you know, strung up, and the barn is on fire, and then Jennifer Lopez is like, why are you doing this? And he's like, so we can finally be together, Claire. And I think just explicitly stating at one time would help. And then do you think there needs to be, because the way that she defeats him right now, again, is sort of a reference to Oedipus, but I can't tell if it actually is or if it's just gross to stab somebody in the eye.
0: If it weren't about a boy being in love with an older mother figure, I would say, Mm -hmm. no, it has nothing to do with it, but that is enough to be like, okay, the intention was there. I don't know if it is, but the intention at one point in one version was there.
1: I think it might be, but I'm again, not sure.
0: Could just be coincidence. So do we
1: want, do we want his death to be signifying something? Or do we just want it to be, she goes ham and kills him?
0: Yeah, because I feel if this were like mid early '90s, it would be oh, the husband comes in, kills him, and they can get back together. Which kind of
1: almost happens. Like the husband does free himself from the ladder and hits him, which allows Jennifer Lopez to like run and help her son, which she does a terrible job of. (laughs) Um, Right, (laughs) because he he's also tied up to like a thing.
0: Is yeah, as a unit they are bringing him down, but I don't know if they land that. Yeah, I don't think they nail um, it at all. Yeah, and uh, again, still 2015 in this version, so her doing it isn't quite. As I think I think Captain there is Marvel maybe it could come off, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think there is maybe an element in this version. If we are now talking about him being guilt and him being underage and stuff, mm. I think maybe the way she solves her problem is by like owning up Just to owning
0: it, up. I owning up, owning up to it, it. and it's being future like sport all over again. I've...
1: I have ruined my life by doing yep. this and yeah. I will make sure he doesn't then like kill my son and my husband. Because so all of this like...
0: literature is about guys stabbing each other to solve this conflict Yeah, <laughs> and killing. <laughs> it's just literature. That's not how life works anymore. I can't just stab this thing away. I yeah. own up to it. And maybe that's all we can do is own up to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And then I do think we need a more interesting climactic scene. Then she goes to the police and they arrest him. Um, right. But- no, you
0: do a false finish. You, you do the barn scene. And instead of it squanching him with the with a car engine, it almost does. That sound triggers uh, the, the great uncle to wake up to see what's going on. We call the cops. It looks like she's attacking him. And then we get to explain everything.
1: Great. Perfect. I think that's a great ending for the movie. And then it is, uh, you know, she has, uh, oh God, what, what is it? Uh, Hamartia is a concept in Greek myth. Uh, it's like hubris. Uh, oh. And it's your fatal flaw. And her Hamartia was thinking that she could have her cake you know? and eat it too. And, and <laughs> yeah. there there wouldn't be uh, consequences to it. And then the only way to solve the problem is by, um, you know, owning up to it. Great. We've done it. We've created we a modern it. Greek myth. <laughs>
0: Are there? This is a stupid question. Uh, mm-hmm. Are there lessons to Greek myths?
1: Yes, yes, and no. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, like the, like a, like a lot of them are just explaining why things happen, and Greek yeah. gods are like famously petty It's like why and lions not... got their
0: manes, kind of stuff, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Although, even why lions got their mane, I think, is a sort of a morality story in some way. But sure. a lot of it is just like the gods are petty, and and. Like, you don't earn favor with the gods by doing good actions. It's not like, uh, like, uh, like you know, uh, the Abrahamic religions where, like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to sin. It is like you sure. sacrifice a bull to the guy and you hope for the best. But hey. murdering somebody doesn't mean you go to hell. So, so gotcha. some of them are moral and some of them aren't. There's, like, a modern retelling of – it's Circe. It, it's, like, a book that you see in every, like, airport bookstore. And I read it and mm-hmm. it kicks ass. That's why it's in every mm-hmm. airport bookstore. Mm-hmm. But they – like, she frames – the gods is very much not caring about humans, and Odysseus himself is like not being a very good guy, and I and I think that's kind of the gist of of ancient Greek myth too. Is the god gods are very into themselves, and some of them are like moral tales, and some of them care about people, but a lot of them is just like, man, shit happens. Listen to this crazy story. Um, <laughs> okay, hey,
2: nothing. So I think,
1: I, yeah, I think that's generally the vibe.
0: Gotcha. And so there, ours, ours has a lesson. Look at that.
1: Yeah, good for us. So we're actually better than Greek myths.
0: I wasn't going to say it, but, you
1: know. <laughs> Eat shit, Homer. You're no yeah, real yeah. big fix.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, the Iliad and there Odyssey. Are other areas. ones?
1: Uh, yeah, those well, who are, are the other guys? Uh, there's, like, es- I think Aeschylus did uh, the Oedipus trilogy.
0: Who's Beowulf? Uh, is that? Who's that?
1: Beowulf is, like, a, like Denmark. Yeah, it's a different category. It would have been like way after ancient Greece. Uh and it would have been okay. I want to say I like, read them the, in the, the same class. 1100s. Like yeah, I mean they all sort of bled together. I just read that new translation of Beowulf that kicks ass and it's like, "Oh, if I read this in high school yeah. I probably would have understood what it was." Cool. <laughs> um, anyway, uh so we're at yeah. we're at the 56 minute mark. Should My big we...
0: thing with those uh, I said red. I know, but one second, one more thing about this. Hey, I I'm yeah, at I North. say red in uh, in high school. Would what, what I mean was, uh, you know, absorbed during the discussions we had in the yeah. class as opposed to actually reading it. And again, I had no... It's like, yeah, it all sounds cool. And then I read the mm-hmm. book and I'm like, where are you getting any of this from? I, this, none yeah. of these sentences make what we just discussed. Uh, yeah. I can't get... I don't know. But when you anything is described, I'm like, yeah, sounds great. Sounds like everything that I like just can't yeah. get from one to the it's, other.
1: That's why I think this new one's really interesting. I I think the new one... Honestly, the coolest part of the new translation of Beowulf is there's a whole section at the front about, like, her, like, rationale for translating it, why she mm-hmm. did. Uh, and her whole deal is, like, like Beowulf's an oral tradition. It was a story that you would, like, a bard would tell people at the bar. So now there's a, there's a word that starts the poem, that appears throughout the poem, that, like, doesn't have a direct translation. Some people have translated it as, like, so... Uh, here's the story of Beowulf. Uh, so Beowulf went to wherever. Some people have translated it to like, lo, there was Beowulf. Mm, uh, yes. Some people have translated it to be like, I think that's listen, the version we here's the doing. story of Beowulf. Was the uh, and one. she translated it to bro, which is so, <laughs> it's very cool because now yeah, it, yeah. it has the poem of like, bro, let me tell you the story about the most famous but, warrior you know, of all time.
0: A classic fetch take here, but yeah, all of those are the exact same thing as far as I'm concerned. And I don't mean that in a, in a way to throw mm-hmm. it out. I'm just saying, t-shirts are the same thing as like the family crest and it's all it's all coming from the same place it's just a modern version of it but Beowulf has a gun now or what
1: no 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 it's all (laughs) it's still like the same yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it is like I think because it is written in a way that is I think less beholden to the literal translation of the text I think it makes the story behind the text easier to understand
0: yeah Cool.
1: Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But Beowulf was not at the same time as uh, the Odyssey. Oh, great. Should we talk recommendation? Oh wait, we got to do box office. I always do forget to do office. box office. Now I will say it's the this movie was pretty successful because it had a very small budget, so it it made that back. Okay, Google. What was the budget for the 2015 movie Boy Next Door? The budget for the Boy Next Door was four million dollars. Four million dollars. Very low budget. Not yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Bad. Yeah. Well, that puts things into perspective a little bit. <laughs>
1: Hell, I could make yeah. a movie for $4 okay. million. Not bad then. You know
0: what? Good movie.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, Google. What was the box office for the 2015 movie, The Boy Next Door? Its box office is $52,400,000. That's about as successful as a movie can get. Uh, and again, a lot of, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but a lot of that comes down yeah. to marketing. This one the Wikipedia article says it was
0: also in January where there's nothing Yeah, there's else.
1: not a lot of competition and it was very specific like uh, Jennifer Lopez did a big tour in like largely like Hispanic areas in the United States. I think she she went to Puerto Rico. I think she maybe mm. did some South America stops also. Although I think that was domestic Fox mm. office. But like they were really gunning for like an underserved yep. audience of like women and and um you know uh, latino people who wanted to see themselves represented on screen and we still have both yep. those elements in this movie uh but then Definitely. i think also you get the word of mouth
2: mm-hmm. in which
1: case i think so that made 52 million dollars i'm going to say ours makes 75 million dollars baby hell $75 yeah 75 million dollars for the <laughs> for the fixed version of the boy next door
0: hell yeah we did it
1: we really did uh, OK, do you have some recommendations? Mine, I think I'll go first because mine are not Far that too many. I, mine are not that interesting. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> One is a swim sure. swim fan, which is a right. it's a, like a teenage movie about like a high school swimmer who there's a he has a fan and she becomes obsessed with him. And I looked it up on mm-hmm. Wikipedia and I was surprised to see that it was not well received. I think I was just like at the right age for it we
0: were at the right edge to just, just yeah, cement
1: yeah. it into my brain along with like a hundred other things yep. i don't need but it you know my mm-hmm. my brain was a sponge uh, i do think it's more fun than this movie was uh even if it's not better Definitely. i think it's a better uh, watch
0: fu- complete digression here but uh is there an improv warm-up that is just kind of like word association not like an opening or anything
1: i mean you could do a pattern game like a never-ending pattern but game uh, no there's also pr- mind melt Mind meld where you go, you know. Three, have that. One, I don't know. You a, Say it, a word, and then uh, three, two, yeah. one. You start try to say a word that connects those two. That's what Raleigh and I always a, do.
0: Sure. In in, in in a Will Hines class, we, it was some. It was like we were in a circle, and it was just rapid fire. I think it was just shaking off cobwebs kind of thing. Yeah. I could be wrong. I think I've done but that. In we his did class a couple also. rounds of it. And he goes, all right. In the last one, he was like, all right, this is the last one. Go fast as you possibly can. And it was again, it was association. And I forget what the person said, but I was just uh, like, I just said i think you know it was something like something vaguely noble and nice you know like uh, 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 cathedral and i went a swim fan (laughs) (laughs) will said all right that is the end of the exercise once you get to the classic cathedral swim fan connection no longer need to do the exercise Hell yeah! Uh, that's all. I just that's what I think of when I think of swim fan. All right, keep it keep, keep it going. Uh, so
1: swim fan is one. I think Fatal Attraction is the other one, which yep. uh, I I would like to say I, those were my two before I looked up the Wikipedia article for Boy Next Door, and they are both mentioned in the <laughs> Wikipedia article for Boy yeah. Next Door. Uh, but of I came up with them on my own. Of course. Um, so those are my my two right. big ones. Uh, there's also a movie that came out recently. I think it was a Hulu movie about that teacher who slept with her student, but I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's.
0: Speaking of haven't seen it, my first is an unprecedented, I haven't seen this movie, but God, the premise is wonderful, which is the French flick, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. Oh, we almost watched that
1: a few nights ago. It stars Audrey Tattoo?
0: Yes, Amelie herself. And uh, it's basically uh, the same story, told twice, one from the crazy person's perspective and one from the person they're following.
1: Oh my God, I'm going to make us watch that. My friends and I watched that this week. Uh,
0: yeah, still haven't watched it, but God, what an idea for a movie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I trust it's good. Uh, I trust at least it's better than, or as good as Boy Next Door. The yeah. uh, other ones are, uh, again, you, you listed those two. You got Single White Female in there as well.
1: Uh, of course. How could I forget Single White Female?
0: The Crush, which is this movie, Ooh. but if if Jennifer Lo- Lopez were, uh, uh, Carrie Car- 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 was and- if the boy were uh, Alicia Silverstone,
1: <gasps> Alicia Silverstone, and oh, she is, I'm in.
0: But it is like she's also a kid in that movie, and it, it never. It's it's just it's very tense the entire time, and you're, it does struggle with the issue of like, am I supposed to be cheering for this guy? I don't know, but it's a roller yeah. coaster ride.
1: Interesting. I want to watch it. You know what I watched this week for the first time is Blast from the Past. Oh, Brendan, starring Brendan yeah. Fraser, Alicia Silverstone, and uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Drinks hot Dr. Uh,
0: Pepper, and also he um, hot Dr. Pepper. It's the specific that will keep me with me. He does. Forever.
1: Who's the guy? He's a he's a Ken Jeong. Yes. Dave Foley. Dave
0: Foley. <laughs> Dave Foley is a Ken Jong.
1: He really is. Um, it's nice. Yeah. It's so good. I think Alicia Silverstone has been yep. wronged by America because she was so big yep. at the beginning of the nineties and she's legitimately Just, yeah. so good. I haven't seen her in anything she was in. What what was the movie with the like Diane Keaton Mad Money? And uh, uh Danson's no. wife. Um, no 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 no. Uh, wife. Mary Steenburgen. It's the it's oh, the club. Four Women who are Book Club. Yes. Uh, Alicia Silverstone played one of the daughters in Book Club and I have not have seen her in Have you seen Beauty
0: Shop? That in that, years. That, have you seen Beauty Shop?
1: No, I haven't. Is she in that? That
0: might be, she is, and she that might I, no. m- I'm not saying it is, but she might be. That might be a misfire for for Alicia Silverstone. If we're just saying she's never bad in anything, she might be bad in Beauty Shop because she's taking a big character choice. Oh,
1: no, I mean, maybe I, I she, she is good. bad, but uh, every like, I think she is. She's good in her tiny role in Book Club. I don't know. I want to see a, a, a an Alicia. Sauce, Absolutely, is what uh, I'm saying. Silverstone yeah, and Alicia Silver's... Uh Fear,
0: starring Marky Mark. Do you know Fear? Do you know it?
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've I it's, haven't seen it, yeah, but I've okay. um, heard of it. It's it's very often in my yes. recommended for you queue on one of the streaming services. Okay,
0: and then I think there's one more big. Oh, and then the one I was actually alluding to throughout the podcast. Spoilers ahead, folks, for the two thousand nine motion picture Orphan. Everybody, sk- skip okay. your thirty well, seconds or forty-five. We'll see how long it takes. They adopt this orphan. Oh, I have and seen it. I think that might
1: have been me. where I got that. That. Yeah, I think that may have been yeah, the so where she's I got a little the little person that actually who's twenty-four. Because I for sure yeah, have seen so she's it. She's
0: a little person who's older and, and
1: who is bad. You know, playing a toddler. Yep. yep. Yeah.
0: There. Great. There's, Again, I think those it's, are all it, excellent recommendations. This movie recommendations. doesn't really do much with the genre, so you can just be like, "All right, just go to erotic thriller that has to do with stalking, and there you have it." Like any of those will work. But uh... yeah, there's recommendations for Boy Next Door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, cool,
1: yeah. great, great work, Fesh. I think we've really knocked it out. The their
0: drive-through is the fast food uh, slasher. I was joking about recommending in the in the text of uh, the episode and. Uh,
1: is it on shutter uh, i don't think, watch it.
0: on I think it's available to find somewhere all i will say is a thrilling cameo i won't say who but oh what a home run cameo
1: is it i'm gonna guess is it joe no. piscopo
0: that's the end of that billy is joe it... you think, a music video you're thinking about
1: <laughs> it's my favorite cameo of all time uh is all it, i'll say um, is
0: this movie came out i believe 2004 2005 And this is the Uh only time in which this cameo would have any weight and only context. Only time and context.
1: Is it Carson Daly?
0: You just got to watch Drive Through to really get it.
1: Tom DeLong.
0: Tom DeLong was in American Pie in 1999. Come on, he could have. There's plenty of time for Tom DeLong to be in movies. (laughs) If Tom DeLong showed up in an alien movie today, we'd all be excited. That's true. (laughs) I would be. Yeah,
1: he's too busy fighting real aliens. Um, Okay, guys. uh, I've been Nicole. I've been. And this is our podcast, Real Real Big Big Fix. fix.
0: Skank you later.